Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA plus Unity Ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash I am divine 2022. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Yes. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Yes. I'm Daryl. <laughs> And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live <laughs> from middle school studios in, in downtown Culver City, the heart of Screenland. Yes. You know what, Ed? <laughs> what? It's time to fall in love. <laughs> yes. It's time to fall in love with Krista Macavina. It's time to fall in love with your heart's desire. Break free of the tug of war between hope and discouragement. Ask yourself how it would feel if your desire was already accomplished. When you work in this way, you are allowing the infinite power of the universe to work for you. On this episode, Daryl and Ed encourage listeners to forget about how to bring it about and enjoy the feeling of it already being done. And during the second segment, Lovebird, Krista McAvina joins the show to read and discuss today's daily word, love. We got a lot of great coincidences to share, even how our guest ended up on the show. Right. How about uh, hello to Sue Hodgson, who's watching on Facebook Live. Thank you. And Dina Bradshaw is probably happy that we finally got started. But do they know that we got scolded because we were doing uh, our pre-show prep and some lady popped her head into the conference room. <laughs> yeah, we were actually we were actually singing the theme song one from Chorus Line, right? <laughs> for for part of this show, no less. Yeah, and a girl half our age, and mind you, this is a creative space. So I think in their minds, they imagine themselves like the right. guys in the movies that yeah. you know do creative and Mad fun, Men. funny, crazy, and sing at work. But they're the exact opposite. Right. And Ed and I always get scolded for having too much fun. Yeah, she said, um, uh, can you guys give it down in here? Uh, we're on a call. And then she's like, were you singing? <laughs> like, it was like a nun. <laughs> yes, we were singing. <laughs> you know what singing sounds like. <laughs> well, uh, But the beauty of it is we don't stew in resentment. Actually, it made us quite happy. Yes. It was so funny. And, uh, you know, now's the time, wouldn't you say? Now's the time. Well, speaking of singing, we're, when you think about your heart's desire. Yes. The whole theme of this show right. is to throw out the hows, the right. doubtful what-ifs, right. and we're going to choose to have the faith of all the great mystics before, including Jesus. Yes. 
that said instead of all those concerns and worries about how you're going to bring it about, just enjoy and be appreciative of the feeling of it already being brought about. Yes. And that's what unleashes all the power that's right. in the universe to go to work on our behalf. That's right. Yes. So it's time not to scheme and worry about whatever it is your heart's desire is. And it could even be health. Right. It could be anything your heart's desire yeah. is. So instead of thinking about how to bring it about, we're just going to choose to fall in love with the outcome. Yes, yes. Fall in love with the idea. Fall in love with the, with the feeling of it already being done. So let's take a deep breath here. Ah. <laughs> Now's the time. I feel like falling in love with you. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Now's the time. I feel like falling in love with you. Ah. <laughs> Now's the time. I feel like falling in love with you. That does it. Every every episode that I've noticed when I listen back, they're all still pointing to the sky and telling me to be quiet and the angels have long since passed. <laughs> <laughs> they're not that long, man. Uh, I have a great little bit here from uh, Norman Lundy, You Unlimited. This, you, wait, you got to tell, didn't you just happen upon this? Or is that well, the that was other? another oh, one. My but God. this one I actually happened upon when I just picked up this book yesterday and uh, was thinking about like how earlier that day I was like, Oh, how are we going to find readings for the show? I for, I didn't realize you already had them, some. And then I said, ah, you know, they always come about. And then, like, the next thing I read was this. It's from You Unlimited by Norman Lundy. If you go to our uh, com, there's a reading list. You can find any books we read and order them for yourself. We don't make money off of those things, but we just want you to be able to uh, read the same things we do to get the medicine and all the benefit from it that we do. And on page 14 in my uh, version, which is, I believe this is the first chapter, there's a little part called the law of affirmative prayer. It says the whole law of affirmative prayer is focus your full attention on the solution, not on the problem. Remove your attention completely from the problem. To pray affirmatively, first identify yourself as the knowing child of God. Jesus did this when he said, I thank thee, Father, that thou hearest me, and I know that thou hearest me always. Then give thanks that the solution is now manifest. See the solution, feel the solution, realize the solution, know the solution, and do not waver in your knowing. You might as well jump right into that one you found. Oh, yeah, this is the one I found while we were prepping for the perfect. show. I have another book called The Prospering Power of Prayer. All three were great. By Catherine Ponder. That's right. And Catherine Ponder, um, oh, this is... This is another one that I found, but That's this is I mean. the other one I was thinking we of. She do says, all three. Do all three. She says, to affirm is simply to make firm. And, and affirmative prayers do just that. They make firm our good and help us experience it. One type of affirmative prayer is that of blessing. By blessing the substance at hand, we increase its flow and its immediate multiplying power. If a purse seems empty, 
we should take it in our hands and bless it by affirming, I bless you and bless you for the riches of God that are now being demonstrated in and through you. So that's another one. And then the last one that we're, that you were referring to, I love this book, God Will See You Through by Mary Cupfer Lee. Highly recommended. Every time I open it to any page, it's medicine. But I just happened to open and look at, read one paragraph while we were preparing for the show just a few minutes ago. And it says, uh, Daryl was just talking, we were talking about the multiplying of the loaves and the fish in the Bible and how he was, Jesus was giving thanks and, and affirming from a place that he already knew it was done. It, he was, you know, and then we were talking about how the, the metaphorical reason why he looks up from the sky is to take your attention off of the problem, off of what you think is happening in the here and now and get a higher perspective. So you look up, you get a, you don't worry about the facts quote that are right in front of you or people's opinions or anything like that, or even what right. your own mind is telling you, you get a, a higher perspective. So we were just well, yes. yeah, go ahead. And enjoying the feeling yes. of whatever it is, whether it's your healing, you're seeing yourself feeling yourself in that condition, whether it's prosperity or, right. Or anything, even maybe even it's you're having difficulty with something like selling your old car. Right. Seeing that going to the right people and they're yeah. happy and they gladly pay you what it was worth. Right. And everyone wins. Hang on to that. Not how am I going to bring it about right. or what scheming I need to do. And by doing that, we elevate our thought vibration right. to a level where not only are we receptive Right. To hire ideas, inspired ideas on what to do next. Right. But we're also drawing the things and the conditions to us. Yes. That, in a, like that manner of receptivity as well. We're not closed off, cut off from that inspiration and that flow of prosperity and that flow of love because when we're worried or concerned, we're giving more energy to the problem. I'm not saying this is easy. I mean... There's a writing in uh, Florence Scovel Shin who sums it up perfectly because when yeah. I'm in that state, right. the key is to not keep trying. Meaning, Because when I'm in that state, she calls right. it like the song of the Katie dids. Katie did and Katie didn't. Meaning my mind will go, I don't know about this. And I'll go, come on, let's get back into the desired outcome. Right. And then it'll come back. But just the fact that I'm willing to try to move, I'm willing to attempt to move myself into that higher vibration, that's enough right. to get it really working. Even that's why we like the affirmation that I use often, God brings it about in spite of my doubt. That's and I'm right. going to read an Emmett Fox thing in a moment here that reaffirms why that's a good thing to say, because it's not, I don't have to rely on my own power to bring it about. That's right. And it also ties into the fact that if it if the thoughts that you're feeling don't feel good, that it actually already is reassurance because it's an indicator that they're not true because yes. your broader sense of self already knows the answer. And I like what you're saying about the the visuals visualize like when my hit when I got screws in my hip last July uh July 1st which is coming up soon. The the things that I visualized were me doing the things I love and yes. my hip being healthy. I didn't, you know, there are times I imagined blood flow to the area and affirmed that too. But the main thing was just imagining myself doing and feeling the way I wanted to feel. That way, I wasn't, um, I wasn't, wasn't a, an act of will as much as an act of willingness to see how that was going to come about. You know, I was, I wasn't trying to force how that was going to come about. I just would enjoy the ideas of surfing, whatever, walking normally, uh, doing all the things I do, you know, like, and that, uh, that allowed me to connect with the feeling without limiting the ways in which it yes. could come about. 
And uh, so those two things. Remember, the more you practice this stuff, the more you realize that I re- the more I realize that if the thoughts are feeling bad, that is an indicator that my inner being, that the truth of who I am, is not thinking those thoughts. And the other thing that came up right at the beginning of this, and I'll read this, is that the problem with imagining Jesus Christ as like Superman, right, is that you got to ask, like, we are all, Jesus Christ means I am Christ. So if you look at him as Superman, you think, oh, of course he walked up in front of all those people and, and blessed it because he was Superman. But no, he was a person who had the audacity to look up when everyone else was looking down and, and fixated on the problem. But the Bible would be worthless if it wasn't an indicator that we can do that in real life. Do we have the courage and the audacity to be the only one who often feels like we're the dumbest one in the room who actually believes that there are solutions, that actually believes that joy is the solution, that, you know, that it, otherwise... Sure, you can. You might find hope that oh, there was this guy and he's going to save me. But if you, the way the way I've learned to look at it is no, it's really a manual for like when you walk into a meeting and you feel like you're the only one there who's willing to believe that joy is the you know and to know that joy is the solution and that something joyful will happen. This is something that each one of us can do, and it's fun. It's actually the yes. most enjoyable way to live. And anyway, so well, in, and then you always get evidence that yeah, it works. That's right. the best part. You'll always be calling somebody that yes. you're close with going, oh, my God, you're not going to believe it. Because we all know we've we've most of the time tried the way that fails. And yeah. that's the way that everyone says you ought to right. approach things. Right. Not everybody, but for the most part, you right. ought to be, you know, quiet during these times or whatever the case right. may be. But the truth is, when you have the audacity to live by faith, in a practical way, with your ordinary everyday affairs, by bringing joy to the situation and trusting that God is always going to meet my needs. So now I could be vulnerable. I don't have to worry about guarding what's mine and protecting myself. Then this power seems to come through you. Yeah. Even if you don't say a word. That's right. That transforms the situation and you'll be calling someone near you. You go, you're not going to believe what happened at the meeting. Or you're not going to believe what happened at the dealership. Or you're not going to believe what happened at the doctor's office. Or you're not going to believe what happened in traffic right. today. Right. I mean, that's the best part is we always get proof. That's right. That this stuff works. And we always get proof. There's no exception because if you're not operating... By applying, by by trying to bring your thoughts in agreement with these principles, yeah, you know, which is living by the law of love, right? Well, you're also proving them to be true, like I did and yes. still can, because we always get a reflection of our overall sense of our overall sense of thoughts or consciousness, right? And you'll always get it, and you'll and and those are like if it's bad, then it's the wake up call. Oop. I knew what I was thinking. Then. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then you could. But that's the best part because then you could switch it. Yeah. The good part is yeah, and what you're saying too ties into why you have to do it, why we benefit, why we practice, why I have to do a morning routine, like because I have to look at my own thoughts in the morning. I get the opportunity yes. to see what my head's doing and apply love. Because I was gonna say. Rather than being crucified for being the one who multiplies the, lo- the loaves and the fishes in our own lives, we will actually 
People will thank us. Yes. The thing that tries to crucify us is our own limiting beliefs that will say to us, who do you think you are oh. for even doing that? You're, you, if, we will, if we will address the parts of our own head and forgive ourselves and forgive our thoughts for the, they know not what they do, if we apply this stuff to our own head, we won't be crucified by the outside world. We'll actually be the people will thank us. Oh, that was a great meeting. You did great. Thank you so much. I feel the same way you do. Well, listen, I got to share this because this goes right. We never know where this show is going yeah. until we start drinking coffee. Yeah. But, uh, so just this morning, I was thinking about that, and I was thinking about how um, I was at I was in a meeting not too well. I was in a meeting pretty long ago because we've had a year off from a lot of things, <laughs> but but everything seems like it was just yesterday to me, which is crazy. I hear you. I hear you. So uh, and I was like, after I got done sharing, you know, I wonder like how wonderful coincidences or what we call funniest things. And right. it's a direct result. The reason I get excited is because I'm applying these things to my mind and then getting evidence in my life. Right. And right after that, someone spoke, oh, yeah, well, you know, some people aren't so lucky. Right. And it kind of bummed me out. And I felt bad. Like, maybe right. I shouldn't share, you know. You should, right, right. You know, maybe I should act dismal. So, but, but I know that's garbage. And then it made me realize that, yeah, I may appear lucky. But the only reason I appear lucky or seem to have all the luck in other people's eyes, right. maybe in this situation, right. is because I'm putting in the work. I'm not complaining about that because the work is the work yes. makes me feel good when yes. I'm applying. And that means living by faith, living with joyful expectancy yes. that my needs will be met even when I can't see it, and then acting with poise and not getting right. irritable and saying right. things that right. I feel justified about saying, like keeping my peace. Let something good be said and miracles happen. And then it reminded me of that song. Remember your favorite singer in the 80s? Which one? The one you still have a poster of in your room? Rod Stewart. Samantha Fox? No. No, she was mine. <laughs> Rod Stewart. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Some guys have all the luck. That's, but listen to the lines. Some guys have all the luck. And some guys do nothing but complain. Yeah. And that's a perfect description of of course right. because the guys that are always complaining are going to keep getting more to complain about yes. and the guys that have all the luck are just the guys that are appreciating what they already have yes and then i asked so i made this like a little affirmation for myself today yeah some guys have all the luck luck and some guys do nothing com but complain which guy do i choose to be today there you go I love that. That's the whole emphasis of affirming affirmative prayer. He who has more shall be given, and he who has not, even that which he has, <laughs> shall be taken away. But it's it's in our mind where we have yes. it. Yes. And if we uh, believe we don't have it, and we keep talking about that, then we get it, we lose even what we have. But if we know that we have it already, well, we, we were get gonna, more. Ed, uh, we were going to uh, ask someone to be a guest on the show yeah. yesterday because oh, right. we had read we had read something that they had right. wrote. We read here, it on the air, yeah. And it was so uplifting. So I said, ah, let's check it out. Yeah. And as soon as Ed read this one line at the top of the the website. Right. Why don't you share that? Because you even made it clear. Wait a minute. I can't think like that because it's not. It's all in my own mind or I wouldn't have been able to transform the meeting that I just had at work. Right. If what they're saying is true. And what they're right. saying is, what was it? How to, how, how to live, like live lovingly, yes. uh, like radical loving in a fear in this in a in this fear, fear based world. world, right? Like fear prevalent world right. or whatever it is, and that's easy to to choose to believe. 
But right. well, but that but that puts me at a disadvantage. Even though it can make me feel a little high, like I got the answer and everything right. else is fear. But the truth is, it's not true. I mean, that's the good news. It's all in our mind. Otherwise, yeah. we wouldn't see evidence of solutions in our everyday affairs if the whole if we were battling against that's right a reality of a fear-based world against us. Right. Yeah, the whole thing is made up in our heads, and when we address it in our own heads, it turns into something funny, not something yes. scary. Because fear has no power. Fear is not powerful. But when people buy into the illusion of it, it, it sure can feel that way. You know, this. I had a conversation with Daryl the other day. I was doing the dishes, and I realized, I was always like, why do people say Jesus died for our sins? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. That's and, weird. And Daryl and I never like resonated with that or whatever. It, it never like never made me feel good. Yeah. But I re I was thinking and I started laughing because in my estimation, Jesus did not die for our sins. He de he died in the story because he refused to believe in the reality of our sins. Everyone he met that thought they were a sinner, he said no. Like to the the woman at the well, what do you t whatever you've done, just stop beating yourself up and walk away. You think these people are any better than you or whatever? You know, he just said stop beating yourself up you're free just go you know the, the sin that oh. he, she should never sin again yes. was uh, beating herself up really was underestimating herself was believing in the truth of sin well he even told he even made it clear that it was all self-imposed nonsense because yeah. remember the guy that he told to like okay now go walk and sin no more yeah he said pick up your mat and walk it was the guy that was sitting on this mat and hoping someone was going to carry him into that pool yeah but everyone was so greedy to get into the pool and only like one person could get in a, every year or whatever, you know. So, yeah, he said, pick up your mat and walk, right, and sin no yeah. more. And yeah, he said, go and sin no more, meaning stop the self-imposed nonsense. Because right before that, when Jesus asked him, hey, man, do you want to be healed? The guy goes, oh, I've been here, coming here for 30 years or whatever it was. Yeah. Like, you know, and he's yeah, like, he's the guy that did nothing but complain. He did nothing but complain. So finally Jesus said, look. Do you want to get well? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, then get up and get out of here yeah. and stop doing this sinning, you know, this self-imposed nonsense on yourself. Yeah, and you know, the thing that it stuck out of me, too, is the mat that he was sitting on was his old story of limitation. Yes. He sat on that mat and hoped someone was going to feel sorry for him and carry him, and Jesus was telling him, and remember, that is the I am within ourselves, the, the wisdom within ourselves, in within him was saying, you can't keep sitting on that mat. <laughs> Throw that thing away. It's dirty. It smells. And no one's going to carry you. No one cares. Just start. You, you can walk. Just let that story go. Let that story and be free. go. And he, he did exactly what we're talking about. And the way you described it is he changed his mind from the story of complaining and why it couldn't happen to. I didn't ask that. All I asked is, what do you want? Yes. Do you want to be made whole? Do you want to heal? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, then it's done. As soon as he switched his mind from complaining about why it couldn't happen to just affirming it and not even worrying about how it was going to happen, it was, it was already done. And, and Charles Fillmore is quoted in God Will See You Through. This is the book that I picked up right while we were prepping for this show. Yes. And right when we were talking about the loaves and the fishes and such, I picked this up. I read one paragraph, and it's uh, Mary right Cufferly. But just here yeah. at the studio in the other room, he just picked it up. Yeah. Open right after we talked about the lowest yeah. dishes, and boom, this was the page. And he says, and she wrote, Charles Fillmore writes that the highest form of prayer is to open our mind and quietly realize that the one omnipresent intelligence knows our thoughts and instantly answers, even before we have audibly expressed our desires. This being true, we should ask and at the same time give thanks that we have already received.
It says, begin this process now so that miracles can flow into your life and affairs. Say, thank you, God, when even a little light dawns or a small degree of understanding comes through. You know what? That reminds me of a a quote by Ernest Holmes. Yes. Which I'm sure other people have said it because it seems so obvious. But it's this and it's a truth. Every thought has a consequence. Yes. And a consequence. What does that mean? It means... It's going to be followed by a corresponding sequence yes. of events. A corresponding sequence of events, because that's the word consequence means in sequence. Yes. It means what it will come next as a result of yes. this. Right. And it's going to correspond. So every thought sets in motion all the power in the universe. To work on our behalf. Yes. And, and I should just read this real quick because well, I just Or you could read it at time. the top. Oh, no, you want to no, read it now? Okay, I just want to tell everyone again that the book I read was called God God Will See You Through by Mary Cupferly. This will drive everything home. It's Yes, perfect. Is, no, perfect timing. This You're is right. from Emmett Fox around the year with Emmett yes, Fox. Yes, And it's from June 7th, and it says, You can't, but God can. Yes. The spiritual forces that created and sustained the whole universe can right. be available to help you at any time, provided yes. you call upon them intelligently. Right. The way to call upon the power is to become quiet both mentally and physically, and then to call upon it quietly to do what it knows to be necessary. Do not dictate ways and means. Have you ever seen a large hoist in action at the docks? You know what happens. The operator would not dream of trying to pull up that load with his muscles. He would damage himself seriously and make no impression on the task in hand. What he does is to gently throw a small switch and leave it in. Then the electric power raises the load to any height required. When you work spiritually, you are applying infinite power to your problem, and there can be but one outcome, victory. And this means you could ask yourself this question. This I added. How would it feel if you were already healed? How would it feel if yeah. you already had the money to right. supply whatever it is? How would it feel yeah. if the book you want to write is already done right. and you finished it? Just see it. Just enjoy feeling it. And all the power in the universe will be operating for you. Yeah. Include that in your morning routine. It's so important. If you're really going to be able to tap into that type of thinking and feeling, sometimes you got to take time to slow down, let go of whatever else is in your brain, let those thoughts naturally blow away, and then do exactly what Daryl just said. All right, coming up next, Lovebird, Krista McAvina joins the show to read and discuss today's daily word, love. Thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to Funniest Thing. 
All right, everybody, welcome back to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Today's show is called It's Time to Fall in Love with Krista McAvina. And she's coming up in a moment. Daryl has a quickie from uh, Alan Cohen, A Deep Breath of Life. What do you got? This is from June 7th, Ooh. The Key. And the um, there's just something very short in here. I'm going to read. All right. It's, it's, he's speaking with a friend of his. So you know what's going on. He's talking to a friend, and he's, he asks his friend this question, and this is something we can ask ourselves. Mm-hmm. Would you be willing to trust the universe to support you to live your dream even if you cannot see how that would happen? And his friend thought for a minute, smiled, and says, yes, I'm willing for that to happen. Yes. And at the end, he reminds us this. This is the key to this whole episode and all... Almost everything that you read about in the Bible and right. all the spiritual books. Law of attraction. All of them. This, this one sentence is the key, and it's this. You do not need to know the how of it. Right. Just know the what and be willing for the unfathomable force to work wonders on your behalf. Yes. Bingo. All right. Time to thank our listeners. I mean, we've been doing this show for ages, and it just popped up spontaneously, seemingly. This whole thing goes along with the show. We just wanted to share these principles. We were, even, we were looking at Elks Lodges, Lion's Dens, but it ended up being the show. So thank you for listening all this time, sharing the show with your friends. Uh, if you ever want to send us anything, go to Funniest. I mean, you can mail it to us at Funniest Thing, P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. Check out our website, DarylNed.com. There's a contact form there. We love getting emails there. You could uh, message us through Facebook. We have a fan page, Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Uh, let's thank our chief engineer, Jeff Comfort, because each week he takes us right into the comfort zone. Yeah. All right. Shout out to the prayer line. That's called Silent Unity. We love silent unity. Oh, my goodness. If you're trying to fall in love, if you're trying to feel, let go of the how and just feel the the, the love and the joy of something already being done, give them a call yes. at 800-NOW-PRAY, 800-669-7729. They will glad, gladly affirm things with you. And sometimes when our head is in like the, um, the headlock, we feel like Andre the Giant has us in a headlock, our own little inner Andre the Giant. It's so good to call someone else who will affirm these things for us. And like it helps me. Ah, loosen the grip, because actually I'm the one with myself in a headlock, which is crazy to say, but it's true. They also have an app, the letter U, the word pray. You can type in, text in your, um, request. your request, and they will send you an affirmative email. That's the other beauty thing, beautiful thing about Silent Unity is they'll send you a letter or an affirmative email afterward. No strings attached. Yeah, and you never quite know when it's going to arrive, but it always just like, re-ups the feeling that all is well. And the last thing is uh, we, we love the daily word. At DarylNet.com, you can read the Daily Word. It refreshes daily. At the bottom of our homepage. Yeah, and or you go to DailyWord.com. You can read it for free every day. But we've been subscribing for a long time. Daryl's been subscribing for over 35 years. I've been subscribing for 15 years or so. And, um, yeah, we give it as gifts. It's just part. It's, uh, it's been part of our show from the very beginning. Uh, we love it. We've written, col- we've written articles for it. Yes. And uh, someone else who uh, loves this stuff as much as we do and is coming on the show to read and discuss the Daily Word with us is an amazing artist and a lovebird, Krista McAvina. Wait, I got to say something about our guest. Oh, boy. 
Is it Don't, about the, how it all came about? Yes, because... Well, I thought you might want to take oh, part. Oh, no, she's going to take part. She's got the real... She's she's going to do okay. the final yep. coup de gras, as okay. they say in, I think, Roman okay. dramas. All right. The... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what it was was we had several guests, because we have we have our guests pretty much, you know, several weeks in advance. We've... we've kind of set up who's going to be on what day and then we can let go of it and as yeah. the weeks approach we right. get inspired on oh my god this will be the perfect topic coincidentally and guess who we have on the show well oddly enough we didn't know what we didn't know who our guest was because uh guests that we thought were going to be in this slot yeah kept disappearing right from the slot so without knowing who our guest was going to be on the seventh and we're recording on the 10th. So on right. the 7th, I was doing my morning routine, and I got inspired for a topic for this week right? before knowing who the guest was. Right. And the topic is now you're hearing it. It's time to fall in love. Well, the other thing was the day before, I saw I happened upon you and Stephen Tom Thorpe at the coffee shop, and you were with Jan Glusak. But I thought it was Krista McAvino when, yeah, I, well, when yes. I walked up. That was the day before That Monday. was the very day before. And, she was, and Krista was the first person that popped in my head as the guest that morning. But I didn't tell you that. And I was like thinking of someone else because I was thinking, I think Krista was just on the show, blah, blah, blah. But then Daryl said, how about Krista McAvino? Well, I said, I can't believe you're saying that. That's the first person well, that popped in my head. But I thought of like, I thought for some reason I was doing like you. I thought, well, who's going to be the guest? Right. And for some reason, her name floated through my head. Yeah. But I didn't really think of it, like, nailing it down as Krista until we were texting later in the day. And I said, well, what about Krista? Yeah. And he's, that's when you said, oh, my God, I thought Jan Glusak was Krista yesterday. And I was thinking about having her because we were throwing. Yeah, she was the first person. But, Krista was the first person but, that came to me. But. Even you didn't say that because you, you were throwing Same other thing. you were throwing other names I at know, me until exactly. this whole moment and title came about. So then, then you texted. I Krista. texted Krista, and then she told us what. <laughs> yeah, this is All right, good. Well, All right, two things. So I'm gonna give the slow lead in. The first thing I love love number one because my birthday. I, I don't know if you guys know this, but my birthday is Valentine's Day. No way. So, yeah, I mean, you'd think I'd be really lucky in love. Wow. And the second thing was I finally decided I would I would give a little online dating a try. I mean, I just live my life, and I figure if I meet someone, great, but not. And I decided that last week. So when Daryl tells me that the topic is love, I was like, well, funny. Well, wait, because remember I said, I said, can you please join us because your name fits in perfect with right. the show's title. Yeah. It's time to fall in love with Krista McAvina. It's so crazy. Yeah, I love it. It's so funny that the first thing that occurred to all both of us anyway was was you and how easy it is to overlook the easy fun inspired idea for some reason. It's like so easy, like especially when we're just caught up in our head. But God always makes it easy. And sure enough, the fact that, you know, the fact that you were able to do it uh, on that short of notice and how that your birthday's on Valentine's, Valentine's Day, Day, all of this stuff is amazing. So thank you for being here today. Oh, it's my pleasure. I love it when stuff lines up like that. I mean, just to me, right. I, you know, and obviously I've been on a show a couple times. I've talked about, you know, getting getting through this whole cancer deal that I had this year. But for me, if if I if I hear it from one person, I hear it from another. That's my cue to that I'm lined up and it's time to take action. Yes. So, uh huh. Yeah, and that's how I'm, you know, implementing those principles. Like, uh, yeah. 
say yes. I'm glad you brought that up because if you're not sure which way to go right. when you have your heart's desire out there or and you're thinking maybe this, maybe that, you can ask God, the universe, your higher power, whatever you choose to call it, make it obvious. Yes. Make it obvious. And I yes. and, and just throwing that out there opens your mind and you'll be surprised how obvious it will be made like in this, like you're just sharing. And yeah. like we're just talking about you ending up on this episode. Right. And one valuable tool that goes along with this topic that we haven't brought up is that that saves my butt is a God box. Mm. Because a God box, it's just an ordinary box. It could be any container you find around the house. It doesn't need to be anything special. It right. can be, but it doesn't have to be. And all it is, it's a, it's a tool for affirmative prayer. And how it works is when I have situations going on that I'm in over my head with, or even simple little fun desires, you know, something creative, even it could be something creative that I enjoy doing, but to keep my, my reasoning mind, my, my critical mind rather off it and not trying to weasel it and scheme it and worry about it. And to eliminate the concern, you write down and you always write the end result as part of the prayer. Right. And we've given examples, even with Krista, we gave an example of one I threw in while Krista um, was going through her treatments that came to me. Right. And you always write it in the affirmative. It goes along with the topic of the show. Like what would your desire, the outcome be? Stop jerking around. Yes. Because my good mentor, Mike Dugan, I would be like, well, I guess this. He goes, what are you kidding me? Why not this, this, and this? And I was like, you could allow, you could be allowed to think that big for yourself. And he goes, yes. And that stretches your receptivity. Right. And man, you put it in there and you put this or something better. Don't worry about the ways and means, just like we read in Emmett Fox. Right. Or if it's a decision that needs to be made or a choice that needs to be made that you're having difficulty with, I always put, and make it obvious. And that way, when I start to have concern any other time after I put it in my God box, right? The, the joy or the beauty of the God box, the power of it is, because now that I've done something physically and I start worrying later in the day, nope, I already put that in the God box. Right. God is on it. Yes. You know, God will bring it about in spite of my house. But nope, it's already in my God box. And this makes you receptive because yes. the worry now you're easily tossing out of your mind, the concern you're having, right. you're having an easier right. method of treating the concern yeah. and remaining receptive to your life. Yes. I love that. For sure. For sure. That works that works all the time. I, I really think that the this or something better is so key because sometimes you can't even imagine like how good you can feel. Like yes. I say I'd had a rough year and there's parts of this year where I felt physically really awful and just beat down by treatments and surgeries and recovering from that. I know both of you have had your own health challenges. And like right now, I'm feeling great. I didn't mm-hmm. know that I could feel this. Good. Yes, right. Like, maybe I was really sick, and I'm better now. <laughs> right. Really awesome. I'm right. Better than I thought I could feel. Yeah. And so, like in anything in life, like this or something better, bring it. Yes. I'm, I'm open. My tiny brain can only think so big, you know. Yeah. Uh, universe, whatever they they you know you know there's better out there. Right. So. I'm open. Uh, and that's why these like illnesses or something that happens like with our health or anything really, our finances, any can be a real eye opener for me to like places where I was sort of lukewarm in what I desired for myself or I was maybe not appreciating certain things. I wasn't fully alive with joy about those things. And so like uh 
I was thinking th- my another version, another th- a tool actually that goes along with the God box is I always write if I'm thinking of something and it feels bigger that I can't control the pieces. I'll, um, I have a note on my phone where I have my affirmations, and I just affirm that I'm you know I'm enjoying my son's graduation, which is this evening. It's I'm relaxed. It's going you know like. I just affirm that. I write it in there. And then sometimes when I'm about to take a nap, I select all on that note and I have it speak it to me because my phone will speak it to me and it helps me drift off to sleep. Yes. And it's like it really is a massage for my brain because like Krista was saying, I for, I don't I can't always consciously act, act um, access how good I'm capable of feeling because maybe I'm so stuck in the oh. rut of that's why we're saying silent unity is good as well. Yes. But this note it just puts me in this place of like, oh my God, I can think that. And then like, yes. once you let go with your thoughts, everything flows. Once yes. you let go of the resistance, every, because the, this is the, I, I was talking about, the, I, actually, we just read this in um, a New Day. Is that the one I have? That is, um, it's like anonymous writings every day, right? Yes, yeah. yes. And it's talking about love and it's talking about how you can't really know love until we don't, or we didn't really know love until we recognize this God relationship with God or a higher power or source that never stops loving us. Yes. It was Eric Fromm said, you can't really know love unless you know faith. That's right. So the, this whole, it has redefined, you know, reoriented my whole life to recognize no matter what, where my brain goes, the source of life is generous, is kind, loves me unconditionally, is willing to release me from any suffering, willing to bring me to my good. And any moment that I'm willing to go with it, it's already available. Yes. It's already available. All of these thoughts that have come up and been conjured up by mankind about abuse, like uh, that, about punishment, excuse me, and about li- being limited, it's all lies. It's all false. It's all false evidence appearing real, as they say for fear as an acronym. False evidence appearing real. If we believe it, we see it. But it doesn't really make it real, not in the sense that God is, not in the sense of love that is that is principle. We live in a generous and abundant universe, and our only job is to direct our thoughts back into the flow when they get out of the flow. And sometimes that means just meditating and letting go, like you said, this or something better, turning it over, taking our mental hands off the steering wheel, as Daryl always likes to say, these type of things, because we it will pull us in the direction of our good. The moment we stop like clinging to the side or trying to run towards things that we don't even really want in the first place. Yes. I'm willing to be wrong about my limitations. Yes. And I'm also willing to believe that there's a simple solution to every problem. Because when I have a problem, my mind tends to go, oh, this is going to be a bear. Right. But it's not. I got to remind myself, no, no, no. There's a simple solution to every problem. What's really amazing is we both read that same thing. Yeah. And I was blown away by the Eric Fromm quote, too, because I never saw it that way. And I've read this book. I've read that page probably every right. once a year, every year for many, many years. Right, right, But right. it's funny how it hits you brand new. And I'm going, yeah. that's true. You really don't know love unless you know faith. Because, yes. Because the faith is that all my needs are being taken care of, which allows me to be vulnerable and vulnerable. Right. Drop my sword. As soon as I drop my sword, love acts. Yes. Love acts and starts to transform the situation yes. for the better. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Good stuff. Yeah. You know, it can be tempting. There's another reading in that same book that I was talking about. It can be tempting to think the adrenaline is what we oh, want. Oh, yeah. The adrenaline of sticking it to someone, the adrenaline of, like, really— but that always leaves us high and dry, <laughs> oh, feeling yeah. bad afterwards, wishing we hadn't done it. Yeah. So sometimes— 
Like, I really have to say, is that really what I want? Or is that just where the adrenaline is carrying me? But what, you know, because in that world, it's like you, I even forget the joy and like pleasure and like friendship and kindness. Like, you know, like because that frequency is so different than joy and love and health and harmony and prosperity and the recognition that before I even ask, the solution's already there. And no one has to, I don't have to take my power from anyone else or stick it to like, it's just actualizing that it's already within me. I got, I got something to confess. Let's hear it. I was on the road the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. And and someone did a, a crazy maneuver that was, you know, right. that put my life, made me feel, you know, that's the thing. Whenever you get mad at other drivers, it's really because I'm afraid first. Right. You know, and you're like, ah, and I'm like, ah. so, so I had one of those moments. Right. And my mind went, I wish I had an ashtray full of pennies. <laughs> and, and let me tell you why, because I went, I grew up in New Jersey with the right. craziest bunch of people. And at one point, I was uh, riding along helping someone doing, like, uh, deliveries in one of those big cube trucks. Yeah. So, uh, with any time, we would be in New York City, whatever, at any time. Like, the first time it happened was this. The guy goes, look at this jerk. He goes, move out of the way. And he opens up his <laughs> ashtray, and it's filled with pennies. I go, what are, they, what are those for? He goes, you'll see. He grabs the handle, throws them out the window, and they go, ping, 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 ping. I'm the, I'm the, I'm the other guy's car, and I'm like, oh, man. And the funny thing is that I still have those thoughts, even though I never had an ashtray full right. of pennies. But in this moment, just the other day, I thought, man, I wish I had an ashtray full of pennies. And it was funny because the immediate there was a healthier voice, almost like Ed's voice going, no, you don't. And, I, and, then, I was like, and then I was like, thank God, man. Thank God I don't live yes. that. Like you're saying, the adrenaline rush. Right. But at least now I know better. And when you don't act in those ways... Listen, every time I've acted in those ways, right. I've always regretted it. Yeah. But every time I had not, I avoided acting, right. like going for the bait, right. I've never regretted That's it. That's right. I've always gone, oh, thank God I don't have an ashtray full of pennies. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. That's great. That's great. That's the opposite of pennies from heaven. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. That's right. Pennies from hell. Yeah, because I I never saw this done before. I'm sitting (laughs) in the pasture. Oh my god! And they're going ping, 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 ping on the guy's car. Oh my god, that could be like an old '50s like pseudo horror movie. Pennies from hell. (laughs) 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 Guy goes around and does. Uh, Why don't we snap into the Daily Word, Krista? Do you have it there? I sure do. So this is from the seventh, which um, if you're looking for it in the Daily Word, and it's called Love. Love connects me and sustains me. Love is the unifying power that connects me with the whole of creation and guides and inspires me. I am a link in the great chain of humanity in harmony with the whole family of humankind. Focusing my attention on the power of divine love, I discover the point of awareness within my heart that sees the love within all people. Even when that love is not apparent to me, I call it forth in divisibility through my faith that the power of love is always at hand, even when it is hard to find. When a warm feeling arises in my heart as I immerse myself in the indwelling love of God. In essence, love is who I am, so I yield to the presence of divine love in every relationship and circumstance. I remain centered in that love. And the verse that goes with this uh, is, the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases, his mercies never come to an end. And that's from Lamentations 322. Wow. Ah, that's great. Yeah. 
love. All that mm-hmm. love is where all this stuff comes. That love is like the river through which all of our good comes to us. That's the beauty of it. If anyone's listening and they're trying really hard to like manifest things and they're beating themselves up and there's this incredible urgency, the first thing to let go of is the urgency. Just relax. Let the urgency go and let the inspiration flow back in. And uh, let the, then the, which is the same as the love. And when the love comes back in, you'll remember who you are and remember that you're already supported. And from there, you make, you know, better choices that actually get you where you want to go. Yes. And there's so much good in this, in this one daily word, like about being the link in the chain. I remember yeah. talking to Daryl about this early in my uh, treatment, just like, um, just, showing up to see all of the doctors and radiation techs and people and just, um, you know, being love and seeing them as love and, and just seeing them and, and seeing them as a link in the chain of my good. I don't know yes. if you first said that to me, right. but, um, just showing up and, you know, and having a good time with it. Yes. Being, being love to that person and trying to be kind. I don't always, to be clear, I can be real grumpy pain in the butt, but mm-hmm. you know, when you, when you, take a step back you're like okay settle down now settle down now what's the good in that right yes right yeah well of course that's why i like sharing these examples on our show because that's the whole beauty of this that yes. none of us have this perfect i mean even jesus threw a temper tantrum right <laughs> I mean, that's right but that's the beauty of it because it doesn't matter that we don't have it perfect right all that matters is what we're striving to do and we get results either right. way, and that we're all here to grow and learn. And at least you didn't throw pennies at the doctors. Right. <laughs> <laughs> pennies from hell. You know, the, this stuff takes us out of the victim seat and yes. helps us realize that we are the creative director of our life. Anytime you're feeling victimized, imagine you're the director of the scene. You're the yes. creative director. And ask yourself, if I could have it any way I wanted it to be, what would it be like? And just allow yourself to dwell on that for a moment because I'm going to tell you that's closer to the truth than anything yeah, else you're ever going to get. It is the truth. No matter where you are, no matter what your circumstances, Emmett Fox says the law of love. If you could just start applying, yes. sharing that love right where you that's are right. now, regardless of your circumstances, everything will draw you closer to your heart's yes. desire. All right. We got to wrap up, man. Okay. We, and so, Krista, hang out. Here, there. I'll hold this so you can read that. Hang out, because we have a little story about Krista when she was younger. Okay, let's hear it. When artist Krista McAvina was a little girl, she heard a group of cars driving down the street honking their horns loudly. Curious, she asked her father, Daddy, why are all those cars beeping their horns? Her father smiled and replied, Well, Krista, that's because there's a wedding happening. Krista pondered that for a moment and then said, but don't we beep the horn as a warning signal, Daddy? Krista's father sighed and muttered, Exactly, Krista. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, how could we? All right, here comes the Enzo, the FedEx feline with the mail bag. What did the cat drag in, Ed? Ooh, yes. an actual letter an from actual our letter. P.O. box. All right, so she's, uh, this is from Elizabeth Webster, who lives in uh, Madison. Madison, Georgia. Now, we've never heard from her before, and this is a wonderful letter. I think we might have heard a long did time we? ago. That's neither here nor there. Hi, Daryl and Ed. I just wanted to take the time to thank you for continuing to bless others with your wonderful podcast. I work for a hospice company in Georgia, and at the start of every day, we have a big all-staff conference call to let the day shift. The, oh, to let the day shift know about what happened with our patients overnight. 
Before the report begins, one of our chaplains will read a brief devotional to get everyone on the right path for the day. A year ago, they asked me, not a chaplain, I'm the bereavement counselor, to start doing a devotional every Thursday. While I was honored that they considered me for this important spiritual role, I was overwhelmed at the idea of coming up with inspirational material every week. Your show has helped me so much over this last year. Your topics inspire me and help to inspire others. Just know that every Thursday, 100 plus people uh, in Georgia, in Georgia, and even more when you think of the ripple effect, are benefiting from your positive examples and the ideas that you share. I'm sending you so much love and appreciation. Keep doing what you are doing. You are making a bigger difference than you can imagine. Love, Elizabeth Webster. Oh my God! It's a chorus line. Oh, walking chorus line. line. Dancers, oh wow! Golden top hats and incredible one. Singular sensation, every little step love takes. <laughs> One thrilling combination, every move that love makes. Visit DarylNed.com to find Krista easy Krista McAvina, we love you. See Sky Art on Instagram. Do everything we do. Thank you. Jeff Cover, we love you too. For being a part of Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. One. Smile and suddenly nobody <laughs> else will do. You know you'll never be lonely with you. No. Who? Yeah! <laughs> Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA plus Unity Ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash divine 2022 